up, though? Yo. Welcome back. Welcome back to Man Time. Welcome back. Nah, for real, for real, welcome back. Welcome back. We, we back in the studio, man. We've been out, out and about. Man, you know, we back. We've been, uh, we've been, uh, been kind of all over the place. Yeah, we been. <laughs> We had to really get back ground. Yeah, we had to get back and back on our shit, man. We had to get back the man. I feel time. like I feel like while we was doing, like things got out of whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lost focus a little bit. Kind of lost focus a little bit. Really? I mean, we were still here, but we wasn't really here. Yeah. But guess what? We back. Isaac. Yeah. Man, hey, it's Black History Month too. It's a fact. How y'all? How y'all been celebrating Black History, man? How y'all? Hey, man, listen. Been meeting a lot of, you know, black folk, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you know. So alright, so we mean are we mean black folk, niggas, and niggas? I'm s i am I just I'm I just I mean all somewhere them. where I was dripped, drenched in nigga juice. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sound was mad racist. Was it was it red Pause. or purple? Huh? Was it Pause. red or purple? Or oh, excuse me, not purple, was it grape or red? Man, it was a little bit of it was a little bit of, it was a little bit of, it was a little bit of fruit. It was a fruit punch. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just had, I'm just through with niggas, bro. I'm just through with ignorant people. And that's what niggas are. Yeah, that's yeah, Ignorance. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what niggas are. How do we escape that though, man? Yo, it's a choice, man. It's literally as simple as just deciding to not... Like, I've watched people do this shit. I feel like at some point I struggle with this shit. Like, you get presented the opportunity, especially... It mostly happens when you're, like, around a bunch of people, black folk or niggas. You get presented the opportunity to actually, like, to be who you are or to, like, live up to the standard of being a nigga. And I feel like everybody chooses to live up... To do the nigga shit, like... Oh, I gotta do this because this is what a nigga would do. And people, you know, some people who really just don't know, I ain't gonna say don't know better, but, you know, they just not well equipped. But then you got some people who just choose to just. The like, nigga shit. Yeah, like they get a kick out of that shit, man. Being a nigga. Mm. I get a kick out of doing ratchet shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that's, wow. Different, that's different from nigga shit. It's, it's different on different levels, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, Well, all of us are a little ratchet. Yeah, I just kind of like to do ratchet shit with my hood friends. What, what do you consider ratchet? Like, what do you consider ratchet? Damn, it's been so long since I did some ratchet shit. What's when the last time you did some ratchet shit? Oh, man. What do I consider ratchet? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Wow. Now. Uh-huh. Come back to me on that one. Why? I'm trying to think of what I would consider some ratchet shit. Well, what would you consider ratchet back in the day, back in your day? Anything obnoxious. There's been some drugs involved. Okay. Central Station. Yeah. Figure eight. Yeah. The West Side. Walk. But you just, I mean, but I, I think all of us go through a phase where we ignorant. I mean, when you know, you have to go through, you have to, you have to go through ignorance to find intelligence. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Um, I think you know. I think that's justified, but what, at what point do you say, I'm tired? Yeah, I was about 2010. Yeah, like, I'm tired. I, yeah, I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? I want to learn shit. Yeah. I want to go places. Well, I, it's kind of one thing where, like,
Now let me really see some shit. Or or you get to that point to where you actually really see some shit. Like I think like for mine was like um what made me kinda settle down, like um I started <laughs> shit traveling for work, man, like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Yeah. And niggas stuck me in Kansas for like a month. Word. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, alright. But it was just like some cooler shit. And then um just like those couple of years doing that. Then that just kind of make me ease off the ratchet shit. I'm, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. So, I, I always had like a struggle because how I was raised and then where I grew up in. Like, it's two different fucking worlds, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, I always had, growing up, I always had a struggle of like, you know, I know this and this is right. So, when I chose to do wrong, I was expecting like yeah. to get in trouble or like some crazy shit. I was always willing, so, so to, willing to accept that consequence. So, yeah, but versus nature. You say that again? Nurture versus nature. Yeah, yeah, perfect example. Um, but I got a lot of dumbass trouble that I didn't have to, and I think my upbringing helped me realize like that I gotta be accountable for what I do, so I ain't never really been a person of like, where I try to use what I've been through as like a, oh, this is why I do this. Like I know it wasn't no reason for doing it. Like I just did some mm -hmm. dumb shit, made a bad decision. So like now, but when you do something for so long, it become a habit. We don't, we don't recognize our bodies as being programmable in our minds, but like when you're doing some shit for 365 days, for five years in a row, six, seven years in a row, ten years in a row, that become who you are. So I became some shit that really wasn't even like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta, I gotta break those habits. But I was fortunate enough to be, be to have the ability instilled in me to kind of like get away from those bad uh, habits. Uh, you, but you was, you was fortunate to have a map back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I always told people this when they say, oh, you got a little girl, you better not be hard on her. And that's one thing I learned dealing with women. Even the girls that, who fathers was overprotective and, you know, they wild out or whatever, they still know how to get back to square one. Because, yeah. you know, at some point it was told to them or showed to them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you, I feel like, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a constant decision. But that's why we, that's, and that's, that's why we, that's why our community is like that now with these young, with the young people, is because they don't have no map back. That's why we are doing this. We are not doing this. You know, my time is not about making friends or or or, or being popular. This is something we do because first, it's therapeutic for us to come here and talk about you know our lives. To to maybe help other men out there going through the same shit, but it's also we also do this to quantify intelligence and quantify people that were here that had good sense mm -hmm. because soon those people gonna be put they use themselves. Listen, this shit is gonna be in a museum because you're not gonna be able to find your way back. Mm -hmm. So this is this is the road this is this is the road back. That's why I started writing. That's why I was like, I'ma stop going on Instagram. I'ma start writing it down. My so thoughts. Somebody gotta see it. Somebody gonna have to this case of me need this. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is the road map back. Because big books are very expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A good book uh, a good book with some knowledge in it can cost you fifteen hundred, bro. 
Easy. And Easy. then at that point, when it costs you that much, it's, it's hard to find. And it's hard to read. Yeah. It's extremely... That's what I'm saying, yo, like... I want to get paid to do this shit because I read those kind of books. Like War and Peace. <laughs> yes. Bro, that's a mission. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a War mission. And peace. To, to, you reading shit you don't even understand. You got to keep reading that shit over and over. Yeah. Dog, I was the other day, I was reading something. I read that shit. I read the same paragraph probably 30 times. Mm-hmm. And because think about this, it's like one thing about it. And then it, we was in a meeting at work the other day, and they were talking about, you know, I still, I finally went to a meeting. I called you after that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally went to a meeting and got some shit out of that all fucking year. And I picked up the phone and was like, hey, man, I actually went to a meeting and got some shit out of it. But, like, one thing about it is, like, when, and I thought about it, when they they put it to us as our kids, but then I thought about it, I, I caught myself at this time sometimes. Like you said, you have to read things over and over again. Because most of the time, like, we don't necessarily read for purpose. Right. You know? And to comprehend. To comprehend. Right. And the reason why we don't necessarily read for purpose that first go around, because we don't necessarily really know what we're reading. Yes. Reading to say, okay, this is what this is. And then you go back and get those little small points. Yes. In there to be able to comprehend. Yes. Um, And they were saying, like, you know, well, kids aren't necessarily reading for purpose. But one, you're not giving them anything that interests them. <laughs> yes. Read for purpose. Yes. You're giving them so much old shit. Not even that, but you're giving them so much fluff in between them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And they got phones now. Yeah. Nigga, a book used to be my getaway. Mm-hmm. Nigga, if I get a good book, my imagination, you know what I'm saying? And like, the kids are, the, like, we're doing black history in my class, right? And so... I had my kids kind of teach the class, mm-hmm. so I gave, I broke them up into five groups, gave them two, gave them one person, and then they had to go online and find another person during the Harlem Renaissance. And when I tell you, like, some of the names that kids actually chose and what they presented on, like, just shocked the shit out of me. I mean, we talking about Bill Bojangles Johnson, um, best, you know, Bessie Smith, um, Josephine Bacon, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And you can see the kids that were into it, like. When they found out who Bill um, Bojangles Johnson was, they was like, oh, that's the black guy that's in the Shirley Temple commercials. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've seen him. Yeah. You understand who that is. Now Now you can kind of put a face with a name, and they right. like to see that be able to put together. It's hard for them to put faces with names of people from the Civil War, World War II, or the only thing that we're teaching in a history class, inv- again, <laughs> shit, it involves trauma. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about all the wars. We're talking about the Great Depression. Why are we the, even teaching that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're teaching that part, but we're not teaching the great, we're not teaching the uplifting parts. You know what I'm saying? The Harlem Renaissance. We're this, not is, this is something I thought about the other day, because I was doing some more research for that statehood shit, right? When America was established, I ain't going to go too far back. When America was established, I think one of y'all said it before, I think it was you, Crook. They came here, the Europeans sent the worst of the worst. They sent their yes. scavengers, they sent their hunters, they sent their mercenaries, yes. but they also sent the people who was the navigator. And most navigators in that time was But Europe sent, Spain sent them. Spain, my bad. Spain sent Spain. them. But they still Europeans. Yeah, European. But most navigators back then was Africans. So they come to America, they start developing whatever, they dying and shit, don't know what the fuck they doing, you know what I'm saying, getting killed and shit. So, you know, they tried to develop a little army and shit. A lot of the people that was involved in that process was black folk, right? Mm-hmm. But we help America get established, then they make us slaves. They don't say all oh, African slave. They say all oh, black folk, because it was niggas already here. 
all y'all niggas a slave. So they fucked up. They hurting. They don't even know about the industry down south. They bring us here. We get to working. We get to not only securing the country, we get to developing the country. Then we get forward into once we get freed, they find out we've been singing and dancing all that time we was working. They say, y'all nigga about to entertain us. So then we continue to develop and fund the country. Bam. And we get to this point where we at in 2020, and you hear a lot of people talk about, you know, like you say, like black history. And this is something I struggle with when I was like doing black history when I worked in the school system, trying to get the teachers and the parents to understand, look, the kids got to celebrate, like, we fucking built, this is, America is our country. Exactly. Like, it's endless history. Like, it don't have to be no slave shit, no hurry, like, not no disrespect even, to not, them. Not even, but like, not even, to, hold up, Jay, not even to cut you off, but not even to the point that America is ours. Nigga, the earth is ours. Yeah. Black, overstand that. We, America, fuck America, the world belongs to us. We are God's people. Um, we when when we win, everybody win. You see, when the when the white boy win, everything dies because everything. he's because he's a he's a recessive race. Like I say, like I tell you, that's why we're in a recession all the time. Yeah, because we are the world police. We supposed to be smacking them niggas around like, yo, what the fuck y'all doing? <laughs> y'all killing all the fucking turtles, yo, my nigga. Come to the square. Mm-hmm. But guess where we at? Should I get into this, Jake? Get into it, man. Go ahead, brother. Talk, because, talk, talk, talk your Yeah, because, because Jacob said something that's very, was very poignant about what we going to talk about, what I wrote. Um, about how they, they trick us. You know what I'm saying? And, and they trick us through music. They trick us through entertainment. So they used our natural rhythm against us. Exactly. So, you know, I wrote this the other day and I was just I, I wanted to do we, we came up with this while we was here, we wanna we wanted to do black history. So I was we we, we, we wanna do black history of rap. Yeah. And where and how they using it. You know, and how they manipulate it, how they have weaponized it. You see what I'm saying? How they've even turned it from from rap to hip hop. Yeah. I mean, think and think, because when you say that, and I, I said from rap to hip hop, right? <clears throat> and you think about the point and part of, think about the old Bone song when they said we're not against rap, but we're not against rap. Yes, yeah, we're not against rappers. And realistically, that was the changing point of saying they um, criminalize your culture. They criminalize rap. Yes. Right? And so now for you to be accepted, you got to now call it hip hop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we don't want this, we don't want rap music. Mm -hmm. Rap, because you understand know when rap first came in, it was like jazz, like, we don't like that. Mm. It's disrespectful. Yeah. Even like when jazz came around, you had the elite that was, was saying, hey, to, to Duke Ellington. And, that was and the flash shit. Yeah. That they were just like, nah, that's it's disrespectful. Over, it's over. It's we 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 all we was we've always had the flash shit yeah. when it comes to the new. So we've always had the new flash shit. Mm -hmm. We let them in. Yeah, but it ain't even that. Black folk did it. To the, we did it first. Like take for instance again, elites hated jazz. They thought it was just when they compared it to classical music. Yeah, it they was, thought trash. It was trash. Yeah. And so when rap started, the elite black folk. That was listening to Motown and stuff, thought it was trash. 
right? Even even our age group, right? We think current rap hip hop is trash, and it's always a changing point. But oh, with rap and hip hop, it's just changed to the point where it's just got it worse. Jazz didn't. Jazz was able to get in there and stick, and the elites came around. Rap, hip hop, the elite. A lot of the elites still have never came around. But then, and, and now you see the destruction of okay. If you didn't have the elites come around to kind of help you say, hey, this is how to get it on a point to where it can go to a good level, then it turns into what you're writing about. So, so that's why I said the timeline of destruction through rap. Mm-hmm. And that's exact, That's what I wrote. This, oh, that's what it says. Yeah, the timeline of destruction through rap. So, you know, I said, uh, you know, this era that we, that we've in, like this, 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 this is a deaf culture we in. And I just was trying to find a timeline of where everything started. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, a few movies, Hustle and Flow I wrote, and I just kind of just footnoted this, like Hustle and Flow won an Oscar. What were they doing with Hustle and Flow? It was pimping hoes, um, you know. These are programming movies. Minutes to Society, Boys in the Hood. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? These are these are programming movies. Minutes to Society, yeah. These these bring the mortar rate up in our community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This this opened the door to this deaf culture. You know, they killed Tupac. They killed Biggie. Mm -hmm. You see, and we celebrated it, and we celebrated it. You know what I'm saying, and those were the those were the those were were to be the 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 um, the, the the torch carries into the next era of mm -hmm. rap. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But when they got killed, um, you know when they got killed, it was the rise of the south. Master P came when Master P touched. You know. That grittiness came, you know what I'm saying? Bowdy, bowdy, like yeah, like that the shit. War mentality. Yeah, like that shit. It became, it became a little bit more. I don't want to say it became more street, but it became, it became more lower chakra music because lyrics didn't matter then. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? When yeah. New York had it, lyrics, you had to have lyrics. I mean, to it be was, considered. It turned into a point. It, it turned like. When P came along, because it's funny, I put on my Instagram today that P and Pastor Troy ever make patch up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was on the point of like, and when New York came around, it was a battle. It was like a battle. Hey, I see you on the square. We gonna handle it over lyrics. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When South came, P came along, and you have the P and Pastor Troy saga situation. Like it was just like, hey, I'm trying to see you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about no lyrics thing. I ain't talking about oh no, nah, Pete was on his Pete was on his heels. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, exactly. When that came out, like, and when you think about everybody be talking about clout rapping and stuff like that, like the first and the best to ever do it was Pastor Troy. I mean, like he literally yeah, came in Pete. And, and the thing about this, like, the funny part about it is he definitely Pastor, came in Pete. I can tell you the week. I can tell you the weekend. Pastor Troy became a big household name. Players ball, Georgia Southern. Troy was down there passing out the seat, passing out. Um, no more play hand to hand, hand, -hand. passing it out and players ball. And this is the bit the players ball is like a big Georgia event, so like every it was like after Freaknik you had these small events and players ball was one of the ones that you went to. Players ball in Statesboro, Georgia Southern, you go to Orange Crush in Savannah. And Pete was down there, I mean um 
uh, Pastor Troy was down there, and literally, like, nobody I knew. I remember that shit. Ain't no more planning. Yeah, yet. nobody knew who he was. Nobody yeah. knew who Troy was. Like, I was in high school, and nobody knew who he was. And literally, like, when you got back to school that Monday, Everybody had everybody. Yeah, everybody had the intro, like, and that was just you played from the intro where he called and was like, "That shit was hot." Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> that you, shit was you hot. played it from the intro, but then he got on. But then, like, I remember uh, that album. Me and my boy Bill, Bill off. We used to play that shit every single day, our senior year. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So, how did that make you? What, what, what chakra was that talking to? Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, we, I wasn't. Now you grew up in the south. Uh-huh. I grew up in. Yeah. Up here. So 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 for us. So for us, like I'll, I'll give you a case in point. Like my senior year, like that was the album and theme. Yeah. Was theme? that theme and Matt? Yeah. Theme. theme that's Matt. my man. So when we like football games, it it was to the point where you remember uh, I was Izzy the theme and Matt. Remember murder, murder, kill, kill. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, used to, that was yeah. yeah. We used to say that as a football murder, team. Murder, 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 son. Murder, murder. Yeah. Kill, kill. Yeah. We used to, yeah. That's it, That's it, Getting ready to go out on the field, like Cadence. Yeah, exactly. That's what that I, right there. You went from that, and then you went to, um, and then you take again. This is where you kind of start to see military really kind of get in that that war mentality, kind of get in there because you had Master P that came Camel through. Flaws, you had you had that, but then you had um, you had a cat out of Augusta named Drama. That did I thought not camouflage. No, no, no. Drama did this song Love, Love, Love. Yeah. So that, his name was Drama. He was out of Augusta. Yeah. He was out of Augusta. So when you started to see that come in. Yeah, exactly. So you started to see that. Now camouflage was a little different. Camouflage was on. He was just he was a hood nigga. A hood. He was, nigga, he was, he was Kodak Kodak. before Kodak. No, he was Camouflage was just a smooth to us, he was just like a smooth he was like that smooth dope boy nigga that like the nigga might have been like five nine, but the nigga was just like a fly nigga all the whole. Like he was just that type of nigga, but you knew he was like some street shit. Yeah. So, but when you started to see, like I said, that whole when you started seeing camouflage come in the rap, when you think about it now, then you can kind of start to see like, okay, yeah, this shit kind of going. But so that's hard. what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. When the South came in, that ushered in cash money, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Three six mafia. That's what I'm saying. It lowered the it lowered the bar. I mean, it lowered. It lowered the 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 frequency mm-hmm. of rap because New York you had to really listen to what they were saying in order to to use your visual. When it came to New, when it came to the South, bro, like that shit wasn't really like like I said, Walker Fokker said, "Fuck lyrics, nigga." Yeah, that's yeah. Now before Walker, um, it was about lyrics. Like when you listen to. Dungeon Family, and I'm gonna take it past. This that's what I'm family. saying. That's why. I, that's why I asked you. Name, yeah. name, yeah. name, name up some other people besides Outkast uh, and Goody Mob. Which doctor? Some, um, which doctor was always talking goodness? Um, uh, cool Breeze. He was with. They was with Goody yeah, Mob. Yeah, they was talking about outside Dungeon Fam. That's it. Young Bloods. But they, was, they wasn't. They was. Well, they wasn't really. You know, outside. They wasn't talking killing that type shit like that. Like they were on some. You know, I'm gonna have a good time, um, but it, it wasn't really. Once you went, like I said, like I said earlier, once you went from that, it up to into now. We going to Chrome. Yeah, that's where it went. Yeah, and it's on the point like we in the club like this now, like little like when Goody Mob said like they don't dance no more. Yeah. That shit is real. 
all they do. Yeah, all we all they do is this. Like we yeah. in the club, like this. Like we in the like. Yeah, that's it. Ready, I'm, to yeah, fuck a nigga ready, ready to fuck a nigga up. Like yeah. white white folks had mosh pits and we had like nigga. You come elbows like, swinging. Yeah, yeah, like we in there like this is yeah. bows. Yeah, that's how that's that's how it was. So it went it transitioned into it transitioned into that. Now after P, then it went to that. Um, you have the up and down areas of But it never that now, but that that's what I'm saying. The, rap now, hip hop now is in that same state. Not in the it's, South. In the, when I mean? listen when I listen to South music compared to like take for instance the DC rappers, like and I, when I say DC rappers, it don't, we're not talking about now, not, not now everybody you can't tell where nobody from. Because the internet has made it it's but like everybody's but style is everybody's south. south. Everybody's style. Nah, is south. nah. It's a, you can tell the difference between south and DC. You can. How? Um, because like DC. Who the sound in DC? Besides the no, not. I take it back. Not necessarily the sound. More the look. When you see like when you see DC production over when you see DC Chicago Chicago Northern production, you see a lot of niggas standing around. Like you see more guns, right? You okay. Um, when you see like. Let's take people like Young Thug and other people from Atlanta. That's make you don't really see a lot of that into their videos. You see them trying to get more on a production side of it. Mm-hmm. Here, y'all, here, um, and it, it, it's like it's, it's been like that for a while. People say that about Atlanta, like we work together. Like here, like y'all, it, it's something about it. I just ran across today. Like it's some cat out of damn Fredericksburg mm-hmm. that went off on every DC rapper. Mm-hmm. Just went ham. And got guns in the video, and it's just kind of like, that's stupid, bro. But that made me think about the Master P thing, and Pastor Troy's like, oh, you from Frederick, bro. I don't really know you like that. That nigga don't you know a friend. Yeah, you trying to get on. And you did a good job. Because, again, you win it, everybody. You win it, Trail. You win it, Shy. You win it, Cute Fool. You win it, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you did your job. But when you see it going that way, that's when you know it's going wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what's his name? Went at everybody. And it didn't sound or look like that when Ice Cube went at everybody. On Jack and for Beats. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't look or sound like that. I mean, I'm, I'm well, I agree with all of it. I agree with all of it. I'm just saying, I was just talking about the frequency has been, has been done down. Yeah. I mean, it's become, it's become weaponized. Rage music. Yeah, it's become weapon. It's become it's it's become weaponized. Like you can't. Let me see. Like you like you know they they I say they over they manipulate thought process through associational reinforcement. Yeah, you know all the music sounds right. like right. So when you listen to WNBA Young Boy, some shit I listen to. <laughs> said WNBA Young Boy. Look at this shit like you know. You don't get a you don't when you listen to that shit you don't get a high degree of development. It keeps it keeps you in it keeps you dumb. And because and also because it's not you don't get enough of a variety either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they play they playing five Chris Brown songs on the radio right, right. now. That's what I'm saying. And but it's programming. It's that's pro- what I'm saying. Yeah, that's programming. It's, pro- it's reinforcement. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So this is where we at. So now we giving rappers that can't even speak speaking the full senses millions of dollars. So now, you know, you don't have to be intelligent. You don't have to be savvy. You don't have to be creative. You don't have to have ingenuity to separate yourself from the rest. Just follow the blueprint so you can get as many people on the dumb shit, dumb down frequency as possible. 
You know what I'm saying? It's the, the like I said, hip hop represents the internet way. It's quality. It's quantity. Right now, it's quantity over quality. Right. Like if you got, if you got, if you got ten million people following you, right? Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, I'm gonna put this out as a book. Somebody gonna say, well, shit, he got ten million people that's listening to him. If I do the numbers game and fifty thousand people buy the book, I'm good. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? And that's what's happening. You have somebody like Lil Nas X. Right, yeah. that makes a song and it goes, does whatever, that's what I'm and we rush an album out. But that's the the thing is this, like you, like we say, like we say, the the music talks to your spirit. Mm-hmm. The the music now, the beats, the beat, it's the beat. That's why the youngest say, I don't listen to the music. I just like the beat because for, that's how I ain't how, gonna lie. I was one of them niggas, man, for yeah, a long time. But, I still like listening to beats. But, but, but listen, but, but listen, see, but that's what happens. They know they, they you like a robot, and the beats are made on computer now. They but not they, But also, again, like I said earlier, that's how you get to the point where they're using it against us because, like you ever said, naturally, they, that's how we are wired. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You can put anything on the beat, mm-hmm. and, and and they and that's what they doing. Yeah. They they put they they programming you mm-hmm. to. Destruction. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. On the beat, it's not just music. Because the beat got you, and then they re- they the well, beat got you. And you nod your head you nod your head, and the words are just literally exactly. Going and it, you not you nod your head to it is accepting. Almost like osmosis. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's 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 hypnosis. You know what I'm saying? And just one more thing, I just wanted to write. Read this really quickly and just tell me what y'all think on this. And I and I, I said there is no culture in the USA, in the United States of America. It's no culture because you can't have a culture in the corporate system, in the corporate structure. Because the jurisdiction of the corporate structure is designed to dictate. So as long as you're being dictated to, you can't exercise your own creativity, and you cannot have a can't have you cannot have culture without creativity. A, a, a people's culture is predicated on their their ability to create, because through their creation, it infuses with spirit and the intelligence of God. And through the art and through art, you can see the the abstractness of the universe. You know what I'm saying? You take from the resources, you take you take the resources that you have and create your existence. You know what I'm saying? Sustain your existence by the manipulation of the resources through using tools and technology. When you when you can when you can manipulate your when you can manipulate your own environment to substantiate your existence, then you can have a culture. Well, yeah, and it's also like I think. Well, one thing with culture is one of the reasons why America doesn't have a culture because we are now breeding as such a individualist. Society, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, at we, it, it's cool. it's hard to be unique, but when take from when I say individualist society, it's like we're getting away from morals. Yeah, we're getting no away. privacy. Yeah, no, yeah, no privacy. Um, we're getting away from rules and and order. Yeah, and so you you need though you need one thing you but definitely you know need brings, order. You know what brings order? Conflict. Yeah. Conflict brings resolution, and people don't want conflict. Yeah, true. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I go how I go because yeah. we can come to rather if if it's if 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 if, if I'm just walking around like everything cool, mm-hmm. 
then ain't nothing gonna get sold. Yeah, everything's gonna keep going on and on and on. So, exactly. So, that's why I embrace conflict. I'm a warrior. That's what I do. I, you know, yeah. nigga, I've been trained. Let's so, squash it. Like, let's yeah, go squash it. Let's go and get it out the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And whoever win, fuck it. Yeah, you won. You won. I got another one coming up. Exactly. So, you know, that I think that's the biggest thing people 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 want to be like. I don't give a fuck about being light. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about... But that's what society's telling you. You know, society's telling you, like, like everybody, you know? Yeah, like... You shouldn't bully people. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about none of that. You bully me, I'm gonna bully you back. And Jake always said that, yo, bullying was good for me. Like, that shit told me... It taught me chain of command. Niggas tried it. Yeah. You say nah, and then either y'all gonna fight, or it's... Yeah, but it also showed... Bullying also showed you, like... What you was made of. Absolutely. It showed you what you was made of. Like, it was time. But it was, I think the only real bullying, because kids try to pick on other kids, but I felt like that was just kids picking on each other. I look at bullying like when, well, I think we all saying the same thing. We like deliberately picking on like somebody disabled or somebody you see that's like really socially like not on the same level as everybody else. I think that was like the extreme shit we used to like kind of like call out, but. Like yeah, other than I mean, that, the kids don't go outside, so they never. I remember the first time I started going outside, man. Nigga stepped to me. I got six brothers, two sisters. We deep as shit. Nigga stepped to me because we the same age and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, it wasn't nothing but some kid shit, but you know, you you need that. You gotta learn as a parent. I'm like, I can't teach my kid everything. Oh. Like I got throw you out there, motherfucking. It's like some shit. Like look, I put it in you, so you gotta, you know, you gotta react and learn on your own. You know, that's the thing that we had when we was growing up. We had to, like, and it sounds cliche, and I know people get tired of hearing it, but we literally had to go outside. We had no choice. We had no cable, you know what I'm saying? They got no motherfucking money, we had no food in the house. So, you want to do oh, anything, yeah, yeah. you got to go outside. Like, when no AC with a bunch of fans in the motherfucking in the summertime, so... You gotta go outside. You going to lunch program. You going to camp. Though. I ain't even gonna lie. You, you, you get up under that motherfucker. Oh, you let me in front of a that box, big man. Ass. Let me tell the funny part about it. Was when that me and my back out, man. When me and my wife got married. I had a box fan. And we had that motherfucker. We had the two big ass steel contractor fans. You, you put, put one on one end. You prop that window up mm-hmm. with that box fan. Like you sleep all day. But it go back to what you were saying, like with the conflict thing. Like that's one thing everybody respects. It's like America when it comes to war. That's how we got the upper hand globally is we fucking beat the shit out of everybody. And that, you know, beat people into submission to the point where they're like, all right, well, whatever we're doing, we're going to do it sneakily. But as a whole, we're going to operate like this. I don't want to, you know, I'm not a proponent of violence, but I do understand, like, fear and respect go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't believe that, but I'm that's... Not, it's, and it's, it's not even about being... That's what I'm saying. We, when we talking about warfare, warfare is not physical. But it always, I, I I think it always gets to that point. Like I was looking at that um this documentary with my mom the other day, and they was talking about how Mega Evers, Lorraine Hansberry, Malcolm X, and Martin mm-hmm. Luther King all died before the age of thirty five or you know thirty five and younger. And at that point, they was they was engaging in the warfare, but they were killed because they were they had the upper hand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly. a part of like that part. So that, that, now, that t- so with that tell so with that every 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 leader every every leader that we ever had has been smashed off. We gotta keep coming. Yeah. But we with that keep tell, but, so why y'all keep feeding into the United States of America if you know 
that they don't they they don't want you to be they don't want they want you to keep I'm, playing because my thing about it is because we here it's like yeah I mean, it ain't like we can go we go to Africa that's a whole never battle we that's a whole different thing in itself like we got to get niggas there we go to South America that's a whole thing like this is where we at this is where our family's at so I don't even think it's about like becoming part of like the American system I think it's about no, we, establishing this is ours yeah, establishing our own this is ours I think yeah. it's about establishing our own system you know in a way that we had established before like everybody did it like look at DC for example when they first went for statehood in the 70s this was nothing but black businesses black entertainment like everybody talking about Harlem and Harlem Renaissance but DC was something crazy like the whole fucking city it wasn't infested with dope yet you know what I'm saying like it was thriving we had communities the families everybody was doing good like that's the blueprint we got to get back to that. You know no, what I'm saying? The blueprint is before that. The blueprint is... I mean, just for, like, the D.C. aspect. No, but the blueprint is before that. The blueprint for black D.C. is uh, during Reconstruction, the Radical Republicans. All right? Radical Republicans and the Freedmen's Bureau. Freedmen's Bureau is now what is Howard University's campus. That was where the first Freedmen's Bureau's office was. But they, at one point in time, they got, like, $16 million. Mm to develop it. The Freedmen's Bureau, what, what is now the United States school system and the Department of Education, the Freedmen's Bureau came up with that structure. Wow. And these were black people. Yeah. Here at Howard. Yeah. So we created that structure. We created the structure. Black Panther created a WIC. You know what I'm saying? Like, we created a lot of the structure. Black, the breakfast program that school systems have, Black Panthers created that. So a lot of the things that we have we, we, like you said earlier, we developed this country. A lot of the things that this country does now, the way this country is ran, we developed that. The whole point of having a tribe leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, king, they had kings and queens and stuff like that. But when you look at Europe, there was one king that rolled, that did all of Europe, right? Yes. And here, we have one person, but then we have deputies and stuff like that. It wasn't like that. You had one king that rolled, ruled it all. It wasn't no little deputies, and he had his sons and stuff. But they were just going, but now you have governors, mayors, you have these small entities that do that now. And so we have, we came up with that. Africans came up with that because we have a tribal leader. And then you have people that were under him. Yeah, so you council. had the elder, council, the elders and stuff like that. This whole, that part came from us, came from Africa. And we have let them manipulate our minds so much to think that we don't have a part in that when we developed it. So we got to get to the point where we say, like, whoa, whoa. Let's take this shit back over. Let's learn it first. The chicken sandwich was too good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's the point. <laughs> people don't even understand. People don't even understand that we created we created the structure of this. But one thing we got to have, though, y'all, is we got to, and it's something we got to instill and we got to develop. Like, if you don't got it, got to work to develop is is discipline, resolve, and follow through. Like, it, it's small follow things through. that keep us from progressing as a community like the only thing I took from the movie Black Panther is when it was time to crown the king everybody got together even though they ain't fuck with each other we don't understand like if I don't agree with how you what you philosophically believe in you know if it was caused come to religion or sexuality whatever that's one thing but if we talking about the common goal for like the whole of the people if it's sectors of black folks hey, we need to be able to understand how to connect for the ultimate goal because when those leaders, when Lorraine Hansberry died, when uh, Malcolm X was killed, when Mega Evers was killed, when Martin Luther King was killed, none of them was fucking with each other. Like, only people that was having interactions for real, James Baldwin was talking with, you know, Lorraine Hansberry, but none of them was fucking with each other. They was all, like, doing their own thing. And when they all got killed, 
it was nobody coming right behind them. And I think one thing we got to instill it and learn and make sure the kids get it and model. That's the number one thing because people get courageous when it's like a group. It's like a group thing. You kind of got to model for people. They got to see follow through and discipline because they're going to put a, that's how they always got us. They put the cheese in our face. Rap look attractive. You see more and more women rapping now than you almost see more women that's, rapping now than niggas. And women don't understand how dangerous that is because you see how niggas getting fucked over. Right, that's the setup. Y'all putting the women in the same industry. And guess what? That the men get nah, fucked over. Right? No, 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 no. This is the setup. Couple yeah. years ago. You see what he did? No. Let me tell. Let me show you how. Let me show you how they set you up. And me, I, I remember when I heard this shit on the radio, and I remember because they talked about this for a couple of days, and I was like, oh, this shit finna be the wave. At one point in time, they were saying rap could only sustain one woman at a time. One woman. And when you think about rap, it could only sustain one woman at a time. You went from MC Light to Queen Latifah. You went from Queen Latifah to Lil' Kim. Nobody from between Lil' Kim until you got to Nicki Minaj. No. Then when you got... Foxy wasn't... Foxy was there, but she was there. She was there, but she wasn't as... She wasn't mainstream like Lil' Kim. To the hood... People that knew Foxy. Let me let me say this about because I, I, I let me say this before you get. Mm-hmm. Remember, now, Lil Kim and Foxy Brown, from what I understand, from what I know from the from 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 some guys from New York, that was that that was around that time when they was going to school with them. They were outcast chicks. Mm-hmm. They weren't the flat. They were buckets. Yeah. They weren't. They was they were already damaged. Key. Mm-hmm. Like so the so the 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 the, the industry came and made Watch them my- into rope like what girl what girl little Kim changed a lot of shit bro. Yeah when she did that album cover bro, yeah. she she opened she is the she's the archetype of what's going on now. She's black Madonna. Explain that. So when Madonna came out the risque side of Madonna White people never saw that. Mm-hmm. That's why it was a big controversy of Madonna. So when Lil Kim came out, women wasn't crotching down. Nah, you know women weren't doing they that. They weren't shit. doing that unless she was in like a porn magazine. I, oh, oh, well, I remember the Ice T. I remember the Ice T album cover. I mean, she you know, know, wasn't a black woman though. Nah, it wasn't. Wasn't a black it woman. It was like an Asian shit. Yeah, and at that point in time, like that's what you saw: white women wearing. Stuff like that, skimpy like stuff yeah. like that, rock and roll. Yeah, when Lil' Kim, when Lil' Kim came squat, and squashed down. Pussy, yeah, exactly. Like, you you saw that, yeah. and niggas was putting posters on their wall. Like, yeah, that, that was, was, that was the big, okay with it. That was the big changing point. Like, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, get the suit. You get the suit, you, you know what the suit is? The lotion? Huh? The Susie. The Susie? Oh, you don't know what the Susie is? What the, what, what's you like, know what the Susie is, Jake? You know, you, you still use the shit? You still use the Susie, Jake? <laughs> they still use that Susie? Well, hold on, let me what the Susie is. Get the sock, but I used to get the towel. You get the you get the towel, uh, roll it up real tight, yeah. real tight. Yeah, we we just ain't called the Susie. Roll we it, have no name. Roll it up real tight. Put the go get a glove from uh-huh. the infirmary. <laughs> put that thing down there. Wrap him over there like that. You put some. 
You put some you put some gel in that thing. Vaseline in that bitch. Some, some petroleum hey, jelly. Hey, 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 hit that jump. Look, look, you fucking that. You gotta get in a comfortable position and just like <laughs> Yeah, 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 come in that jump. Throw that shit away. Throw that motherfucker away. All that shit going to the train. So, I mean, so and then they talk about it on the radio. So when you it went from Lil' Kim to uh Nicki Minaj, and it was kinda like right before the Cardi B thing, and they were saying, you saw how when Cardi B came, immediately as she came, they started trashing niggas. Yeah. And so it just kind of added on to that point. Like They couldn't even be friends. Yeah, they couldn't because hip-hop could only sustain one woman at a time. Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to prove a point that, hey, no, hip-hop can kind of sustain another woman. The proving point is right now you got Megan Thee Stallion and you got to hope that Cardi B comes back the second time and runs it so you can say, hey. She finished. Yeah, if, if if you do, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. When we talking about like rap, like pill, like whatever, and so, that, so that's the it's point. Not even so close. what they're trying to do is they're trying to prove that hip hop can actually sustain more than one woman. Because you gotta think they've been trying to throw a lot of women at you. The best woman rapper <laughs> don't even act like a woman. But that's you know what's funny like, about that shit though, Messi? They got these they got these women on this rave about like what you know. Trying to pit black women, men against black women, and then you got these women saying people don't support black women in certain fields. Bruh, black women don't be fucking with black women. Women don't be fucking with women, period. Like, period. nigga, they all had the opportunity to link and fuck with each other. Like, but, like, do niggas beef like that? Nah, niggas beefing is a problem. Type of nigga Drake is, certain niggas naturally gonna have a problem with him. So, you know, niggas say certain shit is beef. You don't see that many rapper beefs between the men, but every woman well, that come out because these niggas acting like women. Yeah, now you do, but every woman got a beef with another because bitch that's a, rapping. Like because a man, man, a man, a man only got to compete. He only competes when he has to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like women compete every day, every single day. Like you know, when I get up, you know, because I mean, for take for instance, like women compete for men. I, you know, women say it's a scarcity of good men, right? So at that point in time, they're competing every single day. To so get to get to get a man, to get ahead, to get anything, women are competing every single that day. You gotta be tired, bro. It does, but they always come with that that dog mentality. Like men, we can chill out. We can chill out for a day or two. We can chill out for a week. Like we get on, we boom, we bump, we bumping it, we making it go. Cool. Let me sit in this. I'm make it go. Like women, it's like okay, cool. I got this. I'm in it. I got this knocked out. I gotta make sure I keep this, but I gotta be looking at the next thing too. Yeah. They always competing, so that's the difference between the man and woman. Like you said, men are now getting to the point where it's like we feel like, well, shit, I gotta compete with him. Yeah. Like men will work together. We'll work together. We'll, we'll women not supposed to. Women like, and that's the way they they are because women are more of like, especially well, true, women true. now. Yeah, women now like, shit, I've been having to get this for so long. Like, I, I, I ain't finna work with nobody. I'm, I'm gonna try to get it out here on my own, mm-hmm. and that's not the way we should be going. I agree with that. I agree with that. I feel like hip hop should be able to sustain multiple women. Rhapsody should have a chance. Um, Dej Low should have a chance. Uh, Little Tokyo Jets. <laughs> Shorty Jack tough. Yeah, she should have a chance. The girl. Uh, what's the girl? <laughs> Shelly the MC. She tough. She likes the that. girl out of New Orleans. She tough. You know, it's. it's Mia a, X was always my favorite rapper. Who? Mia X? She was always my favorite female rapper. Mia was, mm. Mia was nice. 
Yeah, she was. Mia, nah, Mia. you know, you know who made the style and sound like? Tell me, I'm lying. You know who made the style, style and sound just like dog? Gangsta like, son, Gangsta yeah, Boo, like shit. Gangsta she sound just like that. That's why. That's why I was gonna go with Gangsta Boo. Like I just kind of like Gangsta Boo and then Gangsta Boo up on the same track. That's better than her. You said the chat. Yeah. She sounded like Project Pat. That's what made her like this. Like, she that sound like baby, Pat. That, Mr. Don't play? Yeah, I bought that Project Pat. Niggas don't. Niggas don't. Niggas don't understand. I said this is me and Tay was talking about this shit one day. I told her, I'm like, dog, fuck Jay Z, fuck everybody. The most influential niggas in rap was 3 6, like Project Pat, motherfucker. Them niggas, when they came out, we was up here. That's the only thing we yeah, listened nah, to up in the go-go. Yeah. I ain't listening to no music but 3-6. Nah, nah, like, that, that three was six, it. Like, that 3-6. It was just yeah, from Mr. Don't Play, Winter Smoke, Clear, Choices, uh, everything. Like, Underground Man, System was for the summer. The like, Choices movie, nigga. We was the Son, son, son. Them niggas was like legendary, dog. But they sound was crazy. Yeah, we just wasn't getting with all that crack but smoke shit. I, but see, that's what I'm... And we understood we wasn't smoking crack. That's what I'm saying. That was an archetype. That shit took you. That's when they coach started coming into play. The drug. Mm-hmm. That, that's why he apologized. Yeah. Remember, he, he, he apologized for that shit because he he ushered that shit in. And they was young. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's what these kids don't understand. Like, dog, these niggas grow up. We was just talking about the Chief Keef shit. Like, but you all, four, he don't even want to be the same But nigga. you also got to understand that time, like, at that point in time when 3-6 came around, like, nigga, that's what you went to. That's what you went to Tennessee to get. You went to. You went there to get drugs. That was the cheap. Yeah, it was the cheapest drugs in the nation. And so you had everything rolling through there. Because why did you have everything rolling through there? Pettis, nigga. FedEx. <laughs> FedEx is in Nashville. Yeah. They've been in Nashville and Memphis, the headquarters. So I mean, everything had to come through there. I mean, at that point, as you understand, in nineties, as secret as it is, like um, Memphis. Was huge. Them niggas was getting bread. Yeah, like everything. Like Memphis was warehouse city. You know what I'm saying? Like um, every every major outlet had a warehouse in Memphis. Nike even still has a shipping center in Memphis. Like mm-hmm. if you order anything from Nike coming here, it's probably gonna come out of Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so you had that. You had FedEx, which was booming, and literally like niggas was just shipping shit. To the key, bro. I'm t- a nigga. Dog. I'm telling you, my man. My man from Alabama took me to Memphis one time, bruh. The shit was it was everything you heard on the on on the songs. It was niggas was getting money, like them niggas was getting paper, paper. I remember my first time we went to like yo Gotti peoples, yeah, Craig Pettis, yeah. Real deal. Real deal. Yeah. He ran it, but he yeah. <laughs> he was getting like our first time going to Tennessee. We went to Nashville, and we went to Tennessee State. And uh, it was cool on that side or whatever, but then you ride over to Fisk. Yeah, Shh, nigga, it's real. Yeah, and you like, nigga, this is a, this is a historic, this is a prestigious college campus. Yeah, nah, nigga, look across the street. Real. It was real deal. Real deal. And so that's what I knew, like. You'll get your issue in Memphis, yeah. bro. Bullshit. And Memphis and Nashville, quiet as kept. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They was topping niggas yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, nah, they ain't dumb. That's what I'm saying, people. A lot of niggas, like, like you know, a lot of niggas ain't that touch no other cities. Like, that's why I really don't get into with niggas here because niggas ain't never been ain't nowhere. Been nowhere. No so, way. like, you know, like, nigga, you know, I wasn't, you, I, I wasn't here, I wasn't, I wasn't the man here because, nigga, I was, 
the man every week. And then what not? <laughs> Especially niggas now that say like, yeah, I've been to I've been to Miami. You be like, oh, but then you ain't seen the eighties and nineties Miami, nigga. Listen, you ain't seen you ain't seen that part to where you don't drive like you better have Florida plates. Oh, well, yeah. your shit. You ain't no drive. Ain't no I'm finna drive. And you gotta understand like this before niggas was damn flying. So niggas are taking they'll take that drive from Atlanta to, to Miami. Nah, nigga, don't do that. They, they, your car ain't coming back. They, they, they getting you. The nineties was a wild time, bro. Yeah, late eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Boy, they stole my father car like three times. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what I did. Realize, that shit was just like a regular thing, like <laughs> you know a lot, a, a lot of things. Uh, something that I do, I do deal with a lot is that. You know, when rap came in and it glorified hustling, that shit changed a lot too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, it, a lot of the shit that I, that it, like, that shit is stupid. That shit was stupid. Crap. Selling, hustling, selling drugs was stupid because a lot of the shit that going on now, I'm responsible for. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the dysfunction in the community. I'm, you know, but at least you ain't sit on the sideline though. What you, you know mean? what I'm saying? At least, like, as the point, you you able to recognize, like, hey, I'm I'm part of this destruction. Absolutely. So being in the part of the destruction is me. I'm not gonna sit on the sideline and just be like, oh it's, well. Exactly, and that's why I be. That's why like I be going so hard, and that's why sometimes I gotta pull back and let if people because people not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I, you know, you got to atone for certain shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to make, I got to weigh the shit out. That's the scary saying? thing, because when you see people being reckless, they don't understand that. No. They don't understand that. They haven't happened to them yet. So you got to, you scared for them. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They don't I even am. get what you're saying. Like, everything you deal with, like, everything you do, but that shit. Come back and keep coming. And yeah, you, you don't stop. It's gonna keep coming it's worse and keep worse. Coming and you fuck with your kids and shit. But they don't. People like just what you said. That's, that should be making me scared for people. I be praying for people because it's like y'all don't even realize like what the fuck y'all finna yeah, hit. That's what I'm saying. Y'all just bro. keep moving like this. Like when I when I held when I held my son, bro. That shit did it. I was like, oh shit. Like I can't. I don't. Yeah. I don't never want to see nothing happen to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, though, I don't have people leave their kids with me while they go smoke crap type shit. Like, when you said, so when you so when you I was say, in the apartment and chick, like, we were smoking with a three year old boy, bro. Like, I ain't gonna hold. I couldn't even hit the weed, son. When the bitch passed the nigga, the son, the, the her son, the uh, Jay. I looked at my man. My man hit me like he, cause he told me about this shit before. I'm like, bro, I'm so not she doing that shit. The she, we, the Jay went around. She passed that bitch to her three year old son. And he grabbed it. This nigga, he grabbed it and smoked in his diaper. Mm-hmm. Start jumping around, came back, got it, everybody smiling. My man looked at me like, like I told you, nigga. Like, I'm like, nah, that just came back around. I said, nah, I ain't. Oh, nah. Like, though, that shit fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, no Yo, bullshit. You just ain't missing. Like, dog, that shit fucked me up. Cause you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I It's shit like that. People don't be understanding. Like, listen, man. Oh, shit. These kids that's doing this crazy shit, like, they ain't have no normal ass upbringing. Nah. Like, these niggas was raised by some dumb motherfuckers. Like, nah. they was raised by, by people babies. who didn't. Yeah. Being yeah. raised by crack babies. That's so, right. the last crack baby graduated in like 2000. Willie, it was that. 12 or some shit like yeah. that. 
But you still got now it's something new. You got motherfuckers. Yeah, you got too. motherfuckers old come, coming in this world addicted to heroin, bro. But I mean, but you gotta understand, like if you come into if you come into this world a crack baby, right? So you're already coming in uh, chemically imbalanced. And so overall, even if you come in chemically imbalanced, that's some shit you gonna have for the rest of your life. Absolutely. So anytime, anything that your offspring is gonna have some type of chemical imbalance Absolutely. too. So now you just a bunch of chemically imbalanced generations. Maybe you eat a chemically Im- uh, imbalanced stuff. Yeah, you just yeah. you're just a big ass science experiment. Yeah. All here crashing out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Petri dish. And, and they guess what they doing? They building more prisons to warehouse you to make more money off. Or no, they, before they doing that, they they adding the additives to it to fuck you up even more. Rap music, yeah, reality TV, all that, uh, everything, sports. This might sound like a funny question, but y'all ever seen any ugly bitches on Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, yeah, all of them. Well, not like like naturally <laughs> ugly jumps. Well, them bitches did be ugly. Let me take that back. Y'all ever seen any homely bitches? Because I, I had somebody nah. tell me the other day. You don't see no homely bitches on basketball wives and love and hip hop. What you mean homely? Like, like the ones that, the models, like, yeah, the jumps that don't be doing all that. Oh, you talk about aesthetic wives. Like, yeah. Like, like if you play ball, if you play ball, they're not calling T or Crystal. To be on basketball wise. That's a fact. They gonna look at they want, like, they want fake. Nah. They want them girls who want that look. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of women that be out here like trying to like they say it is just for them and just for them, but they that, want somebody to look dramatic. Yeah. Like, like I don't understand. You see that shit and you see their laughs. And you still want that shit? Everybody wants to see the train. Yeah, it's not good. It's that not good. Crazy, take bro. like take for instance, um um Wrigley's believe it or not, right? Think about how long them type of museums lasted. Mm-hmm. They still around. Yeah. And you want to see shit that you just be like, that can't be real. That can't like, be. that can't be. And now you got Ripley's Believe It or Not on 90% of your TV. Yo. I mean, you got shit. And you got shit that's coming on t- I, mean, I mean, you got bullshit that's coming on TV. Bullshit. Real this this bullshit. shit. And, like, take for instance, um, something my wife came across, like, you got the, they got the, the botched thing. Oh, mm-hmm. that shit, wow. Yeah. That shit, wow. Like, don't, so now it's just more like, now we're really celebrating and condoning plastic surgery. Yeah. Plastic surgery right. started off that if you had a problem, if you had a deformity. Yeah, you had a cleft lip. Yeah, you had a, <laughs> yeah, you had a cleft lip. <laughs> that's, that's where it started off. Niggas is getting money and going straight to the doctor. Going straight. Girl, bruh. crazy. It's not, bruh, it's not a thing for a dude to spend 10 stacks to for a girl to go, go down to the Dominican and get her shit Yo, done. Yo, this chick I work with just got her ass done, bro. And how much did you should ask how much she paid for? I ain't for? asked her, but I told her I wanted her to come on the podcast and talk about her new ass. Bro, you can go get a whole new body. I know, but you got some new titties with three bands. Yeah. They nice. I know two girls I graduated from high school with that got her for a graduation gift. That sounds nice, too. They nice. They fake as shit, but they nice. They look nice. You touch them, you know they fake. Yeah, I, I, well, like I couldn't have, like I, don't, I couldn't do no fake ass, no fake tick. I can't. They do don't that. sag. It's just that's how you know. Like they look nice. Like yeah, I like it. Like, like, yeah, I like something that look natural. I like a, I like a natural titty. I like a natural titty. I like a natural ass. Sometimes you want that little cuff up under there. Yeah, I like all the stomach. All and then this, this is the funniest funny. shit about that. It's not even funny, but when bitches be getting these butts, this should be it's goofy as shit. It's like. Sure, that's weight that your body, you got to carry around that your body ain't supposed to. Like, that you didn't grow that weight. That's just some, just some bullshit in your butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, that shit, throw, that shit is so fucking unhealthy. I asked Shorty why you want to go get an ass. 
She was like, I just, you know, I just want to take it out of my stomach and put it in my egg. So I'm like, what attention are you looking for? So she like, what do you mean? It's for me. And I hate when they say that because that's not true. You know that's something. Missy ain't never been a girl. They ain't never been for no girl no huge ass. I know he told us. The reason why? Because you can't what they don't white dude. But that too, but like <laughs> that's what he said. That's what that's, he said. Yeah, they don't white good, man. Like when a when a chick get old, like I'm from the south, so I've seen them old chicks that be in them church. big butt jumps. Yeah, you know, being after a couple kids and a couple of old chicken you know, sandwiches. Bro, yeah, that skirt be that skirt right. be big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That skirt, like, be big. that skirt be big in the back. And when you try, I'm just thinking about church. Like when you try to maneuver in church between them pews, like, bro, that's a lot. That's big that ass, for me. So big for me, ass store dress. Yeah. So for me, that's traumatic. A big sweaty. Yeah, that's traumatic. When I see you walk around there, and then, and then now you got <laughs> when you get older, now your ass so big that you, you got to wear the low heels. We gotta put a disclaimer though. And you you know got what the saying? cankles. Yeah, you got the cankles. We don't. Uh, we don't hate the shawabies. I hate the cankles. <laughs> I hate the cankles. We don't hate the uh, shawabies. Oh man, I hate the cankles, man. Like that got that elephant foot. Yeah, this is out there. Whatever, and you like you got a rubber band yeah. around, your band, around your damn white uh, ankles yeah. or whatever. The, nah, da- the diabetes foot, man. Yeah, you walk around like you got gout. You got a baked potato <laughs> foot. Yeah. Fully loaded. Nah, I, I fully loaded. I ain't never been into it. I, I ain't a never been into it. I ain't never And the thing about it is, like, I like take first, like, for me, like, I just, like, with my wife, like, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Like, I didn't know my wife in school. I've seen seen pictures of my wife when we was at college, and she was a beautiful woman then, but my wife was more slender then. But I see all the bad chicks that I went to school with. They looking bad. They leaking? Boy. That oil leaking, baby. Man, let me tell you something. That. I'm tired. <laughs> hey, that lifestyle bro. not nice to women, man. It's at least it's, it's at least five chicks that I know like every nigga in school wanted. And you see them now, and it's just more like I dodged the bullet. Bro. Yes! Yes! I dodged a nigga, I dodged. Man, look, life life behind on these motherfuckers. Hey bro, I dodged a 30 round clip. Babies and yeah. drinking and abuse and shit they be dealing with, man. Yeah. Like real talk. Well, we had this. I mean, I know she don't listen to podcast, bro. She it was might. Like, I don't care. Bro, I don't care. So, <laughs> so remember when? Remember when? Um, um, remember when Nelly had the apple bottoms thing? Mm-hmm. So it was the chick that went to high school. She won. She won what? She won the the South Regional Apple Bottoms contest. Bird. Yeah, a fat ass. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, fat ass. I, yeah, okay. You see her now. She had a fat ass this. That motherfucker is two of her now. Word. Yeah, man. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a, a, a fat ass ain't never... I, I, I'm i not going to say it's never worked me, but captivated by a fat ass. I ain't going to lie, you like big butts. I like them. I mean, I still like a nice ass. Nah, I but, I, but I do like a nice. I do. I, but I got passed for that shit. Like women who know they got something that everybody want, they move different and crazy, and I ain't fucking with that. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. Nah, that's, that's why I like to get the ones that don't know who they. they and the funny part is, so when you said, so I'm listening to uh, Money Bag Yo the Dime to a Penny thing, right? As I'm going to work, <clears throat> um, and I was just kind of like, for me, it used to be a point like I ain't never want a dime. That was too much work for me. Yeah. That was too much work. And so when I listened to the song the other day, I was like, I'd rather take a penny. You know why? 
I got a big ass water jug in my room full of pennies. Mm -hmm. You hold on to the pennies longer than you hold on to the dimes. That's true. You spend a dime quicker than. But you I think that's. Penny. I think a dime is what you what you see. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's you see if whatever you like, that's your dime, like, and that's a yeah. Thing. It's exactly. a lot of like. And I used to tell my friends, some of my friends, this you shit, put like, the price you on put it. the price on it. They they say uh, uh, like one thing that's a type that a lot of niggas always be like geeking for. And you see when these athlete niggas get famous, niggas want a light skin or a bitch that's not black. They got a big butt. That's what every nigga want. But niggas don't be understanding like them women. Just, I don't want to speak in general for all of them. Speak in general, fuck. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of them women, like bro, they not. This shit don't be nothing but trouble, son. They know how they look, like. You might get money as an athlete, and you might get to this level, but like, son, they they minds, they been getting what they want since they were like but 14. You, but so they go, it's another nigga they gonna meet. A, them basketball wives, where's all them bitches? Exes. That's what them I'm bitches saying. is exes for a reason, because they lay here, they always been getting shit, getting shit, getting shit. And so, so no matter what nigga come, shit, they yeah, I'm about to go find the next nigga to give me something. And some niggas don't be built for that. Like, bro, that bitch will milk you broke, you won't pay no bills, you'll be homeless, fucking around, don't got shit. Cause this bitch got you paying for her hair, nails, and trips to see other niggas whole time. Cause you want a big butt badge on. But the thing about this, but but even take from but after you gotta understand gets uh, cycled into that. You understand? Like if yeah. you know, if I I've been getting the bad, I've been getting all the ass since high school. Cause I'm a star athlete in high school, so I'm fucking the fucking the cheerleader and another bad, another couple of bad bitches in school. Yeah. I'm a star coming to college, so probably after my freshman year, I probably bagging a couple of freshmen. But after I'm on the field and I'm playing. Now everybody know me. It's a couple of chicks at a couple of colleges. I'm going somewhere outside of football yeah, I got, season. Yeah, I'm, I'm I got setting it up online. Yeah, I'm setting it up across the place. So everywhere I'm going, yeah. people are like, oh, hey, you. Yeah. I'm getting it, right? Yeah. And so now when I come to the pros, now I got a bunch of money. And so now it's on a huge it's level. It's on a whole nother yeah. level. And so for, I'm looking at, I'm now going into tw 10, 12 years of consistently having it like this. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. That's, and that's what I like. Yeah, and that's what I like. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, and now when I get out of the league, and ain't nobody saying like, ain't nobody checking. For ain't nobody checking for me. Then hey, I'm fucked up. Can I suck your dick now? Yeah, then I'm <laughs> fucked up. And then the chick that I had that was out uh, there that was like with me is like, oh, yeah, she don't okay. respect you. She don't respect. And that's I think is the out. most. That's the most hurt feeling as a man. I don't go for what you think about me being broke. If bitch don't respect you, that shit gonna hurt your feelings. I don't go for what type of nigga. Yeah, it's over with. And then yeah. with, and then did you have Scotty Pippen? Yeah. Now, the chick done left you because you ain't doing us. So now what you do, you run to get the young chick that as guy you left the bra. No, his the bra left him. Left him the future. <laughs> and so she now, fucking future. Nah, nah I'm Harvey stepdaughter. And so now, oh, I'm, I'm gonna touch on something on that okay, later okay, in a second. Okay, okay, okay. So now, so remember, at 21. Now I'm getting anything I want. So now, at the age of 45, and my chick done left me. I'm gonna go and get me a 21 year old mm. because I'm getting me anything I want. Case in point. She ain't been to life. Now, she don't know. Let's go to your boy Diddy today. You hear about this? I I vaguely heard something about Lower London. So your boy Diddy, being the the B Diddy that he the is. Bitch ass nigga he is. I used to I used to ride for Diddy, man. Fuck. I ain't even gonna lie to nah, you. Nah, that sound like it hurt you. Did, yeah, did, it, yeah, like over the couple, like over the past couple years, Diddy been kind of disappointing me, man. Yeah, real Diddy, talk. Diddy been because yeah, he he, 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 he been disappointing for a long time. So. At the Rock Nation brunch, Diddy posts and deletes pictures that just say lost files of him and Lauren London holding conversations or whatever now. Say that again? Of him and, him and Lauren London conversations. He deleted it from what? What you mean? He, he posted it up on Instagram or what on his Insta story and then he deleted it. Now, okay. 
if I post a picture and we having a conversation, I'm just going to leave that picture as is. I'm not going to put no filter. I'm not going to black and white it or nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely not going to put lost files and tag the person. So, you know, the internet ran with that. And lost what's files, like, what that mean? Like, oh yeah, we've been hanging out. So, like, if I took a picture two, two, three weeks ago and I didn't post it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I forgot to post this, lost files. So I'll post it. And so the internet ran with it and was like, oh, Diddy and Lauren London talking. They was just talking, though. No. They was at the brunch? Yeah. But the way Diddy posted the picture would insinuate that, hey, I'm, I'm trying to slide in there. But when you look at the picture, what and then when you put like? lost files and the picture is black and white and it's like, you can tell you altered it, you edited it, it's got some type of filter on it. Oh, he wilding it like that? He did that? Yeah. And so she that's, why on, she, that's why she that's, put that down. Yeah, she had to go online and set the record straight today. And it's just kind of like, dog, come on, man. Like, Diddy, come on. Like, for one, Diddy, you are 50, bro. He was fucking Lower London, wasn't he? I mean, not, uh, what, Cassie? Well, no, we um, um, Bar Harvey. Yeah, wasn't he? Or something like that. that. That's that's you know what I'm saying like that. Now that's saying that that's a nasty. At that point, now that that that's the part that started to disrespect disappoint me with this. Like, hey man, like you got you out here chasing other kids like that's your kids. Bro, that's a nasty nigga. Like you, the old nigga at the club now. That's not a new habit. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's not that's not a new habit. So for learn that from we can assume that for your adult life, you've been fucking with people that's been very much younger than yeah. And it's not a. You don't just start. Yeah, doing I mean, shit. If, I mean, you, you, Usher told you, like, hey, I'm running around with Diddy and we fucking hoes and I'm 14, 15 years old. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm saying. He, he been on that shit. Yeah, that's what and I'm so, saying. Like, he been on pedophile shit, bro. And then, and so that's the part, yeah, that's the part that's kind of disappointing me with Diddy. It's like, hey, man, like, bro, like, you can't just find, like, chill the fuck out. Like, you, you still, that you still offed his ex wife. I you, believe that shit. No, nah, I don't think that, bro. Oh, he offed her, bro. He offed her. She said they they say she was about to write a book with them being a fun boy. Mm -hmm. If that shit came out, Diddy would be over with. Nah. If they if if no, if they if Dwayne Wade, they ain't cancel Dwayne Wade. Bro, if 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 somebody if if uh, if Dwayne Wade ex wife came out and said, man, Dwayne Wade like dick. It wouldn't hit the same. It wouldn't hit the same because the Wayne Wade played bass. I mean, the Wayne Wade not cultural. Diddy is cultural. If if you can't if if you can't, but Diddy's crossed. The reason why I said it because Diddy's crossed over enough. Uh, if you came out and said Diddy was playing with little boys, different. If you came out, and said either Diddy, way. If you came out and said Diddy like dick, shit, nigga, half the hood gonna be like, nigga, we knew that shit anyway. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> that ain't gonna be nothing. But, he, but his brain If it wasn't never no more clear. His brain will never be the same. Yeah, it will. Never, bro. Yeah, man. No, sir. <laughs> White people buying that shit, man. What did he really sell him right now? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing, really. Yeah, so what he got to lose? Yeah, he ain't got shit. <laughs> so they, they what is shit. That's why he going on these, this, this fake. Everybody on this fake black people. Empowerment shit. Now I'll give it to Diddy. One thing Diddy has done, Diddy has started some things and so like he he started businesses then sold them. Like with Sean John, he started that, then sold a revolt, started that, sold it. Um uh what was the first five that he did? He had he had one before he had Before Surat? Yeah, he had one before Surat. Um, he started and he did. 
Um, I don't remember the name. I keep one. Yeah, he did. I keep one to say it was Armadale, but it wasn't Armadale. Um, did he? Yeah. Did wow, he did he have no shit before? Yeah. Ciroc. Mm-hmm. He say no. Uh, who he did? Because uh, what? What's who had Armadale? Um, Jay Z and Jay Z had Armadale, and Diddy had something. It didn't do really good. Yeah, he had that because it was right about the same time. Uh, Grey Goose? Goose? No, it wasn't Grey Goose. Uh-uh. No, nah. Grey Goose Swedish. He had like a commercial with them, but I don't think mm-hmm. he was. Uh... It didn't really, it didn't really, it didn't really pop. Because it, you gotta understand, like after music, he fell back from everything and just did Sean John. Yeah. And that was it. And once he sold Sean John, that was like seven hundred million dollars. Because he showed he sold that shit at the height. No, he did. He and I think off. he still gets. No, he came out. No, he came out. Because I mean, when you look at all of the fashion labels, John John only one that still sells in major retail stores. Nah, he 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 still eating off Sean John. So uh, that was the thing I respect about Diddy. Uh, out, well, I ain't gonna say the music business side, the other business side. I, I respected that the part of building that part from nothing and being able to sell that. But the whole thing of Diddy continuously. Mess with these young kids or young girls and running after like 25, 26 year olds. Like, that shit ain't like, that shit, that's well, something white men do, did man. That, that's what I'm about to say. That's something white men do. You like, laughing to do that and that people made them a legend. He was nah, a freak. Man, that, that's just not cool. Black people don't do shit like that, man. That's not how we build our communities. That's not the, to me, that's not the type of uh, image that, <laughs> damn it, we gonna call what our so called black elite leaders. That's the image I want. That's what I'm saying. Who? What these niggas been selling you? These niggas that's been selling you. Them niggas been selling you alcohol, clothes, and pussy. And pussy. That's all they been selling you. And pussy. And for the LGBT folks who be like, y'all only complain about pushing homosexuality. That's not true. No. Fuck pussy pushing sexuality on kids, period. None of that shit's okay. That's what I'm saying. I I, I talk about everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get caught up into, you know what I'm saying? I t- whatever, everything ain't for kids. No, it's not. Everything and, ain't for kids. And I'm like, yo, nah, fuck no. Like the Lizzo for her fat ass. That wasn't okay. And it ain't got nothing to do with her size. That bitch inappropriate, bro. Man, let me tell you hey, like, I, I don't want to see. You want me, you want me to tell you how long Lizzo got left? September. You I think so? I said yeah. June. Adele drops. Oh, yeah. It's she over. finished when she it's dropped. over. Yeah, she Cause you to, now you talking about a bitch with clothes on that can sing. Nah, she can blow. Adele yeah, can blow. Yeah, it's over. She announced that this morning. Like, oh y'all, oh y'all like Lizzo? Okay, bitch, I can sing. Like for like a motherfucker. I can sing my ass off. And I used to be fat. Yeah, and I yeah I used to be fat. I don't want to lost weight. So now you finna see a motherfucker that can sing in some new clothes. Yeah, yeah. So you bring out a whole new woman. Yeah, she got till like, she got yeah. It ain't again. That goes into the whole thing of like. It ain't enough room for when it comes to women in music, right? It's just not a lot of room for women in music. It's only you're only gonna have one at the how time. How many? How how much? The thing is, how, what what? How much? What are women listening to? Like, what's the variety? Their variety, their range is like. But you, they, they don't give a nigga get his money. Yo, they don't have enough women. To, they don't have enough women. To, yo, because they always you gotta relax. They always give you gotta give you that. Say that ain't it. Like That's they it. Like they, That's they, it. They, That's they, all, dog. They gave you. They gave you Mary J. Blige during the '90s and early 2000s, right? And as soon as they gave you Beyonce. They pulled you back. They pulled back on Mary J. Blige, right? They pulled back on everybody. Yeah, they pulled back on everybody. But I mean, again, who, what woman 
was in there doing something. Mary J. Blige was out. Nobody. No, it was it was a little it was Who? a little people out. Name. When Mary J. Blige was out, fucking uh in vogue all that? No no no. Single woman. Oh singles. Single um, woman. Oh solo woman artist. So you talking Mariah Curry? Not the same not the same. Mariah's pop. Janet Jackson. If you look at now, if you do Beyonce, oh, you talk about R and B wise. R and B wise. They don't push people like Jasmine Sullivan and them like as a. You only can have when it comes to woman. When it comes to woman, even with Jennifer, you only have one at the top. Take for instance. Now, pop right now is Faith was out. Faith wasn't getting two fifty a show. Faith wasn't getting two hundred a show. Was getting that? Shut yeah. Mary got sued. Mary sued the cat because they were supposed to pay her four hundred a show. Damn. Mary got oh, Mary got was getting over a million from Essence when she Mary was going down there. Sing. But Mary gave you, but Mary she performed. She performed, and Mary she uh, what Mary used to do is she Mary used to make hits. Yeah, she used to cater to them strings of them women. Mm-hmm. Like she took you. Every woman knew she she had something for every yeah. She had she took you from, because if you was a woman, take from it. If you was a woman that got divorced with Mary J. Blige, yeah. when Mary J. Blige came out, when that when that got ten, ten, ten years down. Just fine by Mary, bro. You know what I'm saying? You went from not gonna cry that type of and shit, that's, and that's what's been going. What's, that's what's been happening to our women, bro. No, that's not what's been happening to our women. It's been going total opposite. Mary built a lot of women up. You think so? Yes. A lot. Again, a lot of women went. No, from, they they went with her. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Her. They went with yeah, her. they went from not gonna cry to like again. Now, ten years down the line, yeah, like, hey, what's the four one one? I'm married. I'm married again. I got kids. We got a happy family. Everything's just fine. Now. Shit, you got Beyonce coming out. This whole chick married still screaming single ladies. Oh shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> you married but still screaming single ladies. Still oh, Beyonce tricking. She tricking. Yeah. Something like she only fuck. That's what I'm saying. She only fuck with them when she t- it's time to sell something. Oh yeah. So y'all really and like let's fucking keep it bees hundred, like, beehive. Let's keep it hundred. Y'all work for a queen. That Ivy Park shit, stupid. John. Like man. That shit is stupid. Come on, man. That shit is stupid, bro. You look fucking beehive. You fuck. You know how the fucking stupid you saying? You work for something. You work for a fucking queen. Yeah. You that's a fucking worker bee mentality. That shit is stupid. But see, but look, look now. Uh, but then, like, take for instance, look at all the taglines they they tie onto it, right? Think about Navy. Navy's led by a general. Yeah. So when you got Rihanna, Rihanna's the general in your Navy. Whatever I tell you to do, you do. You do it. So when I tell you to go out and buy these Fenty shoes, cold ass out there, she can't keep it. that shit in can't the store. Can't keep it in the store. Damn it, she doing it. She telling y'all to buy so much shit. She ain't got time to go to the studio. Listen, she don't want to. Yeah, she only want to come back to America. Yeah. And so now you got Beyonce, the Hive. You worshiping a queen. Whatever queen tells you to go out and buy, whatever you I put out, you go out and buy. It. You know what I'm saying? So homecoming. They, yeah. <laughs> Buy a shiny jacket. So and that's mm-hmm. to me Stupid and to me like to me <laughs> to me going to I mean don't get me wrong, the pageantry of it, the show was a great show. But nah, it's from, cool. nah, from it's having cool. from being Greek, from pledging Greek to going to HBCU, um, in some instances, um, if you didn't go to HBCU, you wouldn't know. 
what I'm saying? Like, that's a totally different environment. She didn't go. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't go, and you can't learn that. Like, I, my friends that went to Georgia Southern, I can't even, I can't teach them the culture from Albany State. You got to experience that. And it's even different at different schools. Like, the, the culture at Albany State, even though it's HBCU, is different from the culture at Howard. Yeah. Howard is a bunch of weirdos. That's a fact. Period. Weirdos. Mm-hmm. And some and a lot of that's a lot of my best friends are are Howard grads. And weirdos, some of them are weirdos, some but they're weirdos. And y'all, I don't care what none of y'all say. How, how deep y'all is, that's just a fact. Y'all, yeah, y'all niggas is weirdos. That's a fact. You know, y'all got a weird now, perception now, of black. Just because y'all some weirdos, that ain't to say that y'all ain't good people. Y'all, y'all niggas weird. just some weirdos. Yeah, because a lot of people come to Howard and think like this is the mecca of blackness, and it ain't. And that's. One thing I learned about, and correct me if I'm wrong, is a lot of, it's in the South suburbs, you got a lot of black folk who grew up around white folk, and they come to places like Howard, and this is their, and they tell you this, they say, this is my black experience. Yeah, and our crazy. black experience growing up here around Howard be different. Yeah. It's like we live, with, it's normal to be black. So black to them is like African. Yeah, but see, nah, the thing, dude, what, I don't, what I don't like about Howard black is, Howard Black is, I have to distinguish myself and I have to stand out. Spellman Black is the, Spellman is the Spellman. same Spellman. way. Say, yeah. Spellman is the same way. Spellman. Now, you now, might as well say that whole triangle is Parker, Lana, and Morehouse. When, when I was in school, I never thought the Spellman girls were cute. I, they would, I would see them and it was just nothing attractive about them. Mm-hmm. Now, as they got older, I can say as Spellman women get older, they, they do become prettier. It's like they just grow into, wow. they become, wow. They at that point, once they leave Spellman, they become the Spellman woman that you think about. They but why they in school? Bloom. They bloom. Yeah, they bloom. But why they in school? <laughs> oh, boy. Little trash can. Yeah, man. Yeah, you'd be like, well, I don't want to see y'all in them white dresses. Rock, rock. Yeah, man. You don't want to see that. But, I mean, it's just that experience of going to HBCU that if you try to imitate it and you weren't really there, it's kind of hard it to look corny. It. it looks corny. And, you know, the shirt. Of people looking corny. And the shirts and stuff like that, like to sell... To sell, um, you people know, not even going to college. Like people not even going to college to get. They not even going to the universities to learn about the fucking universe. No, motherfuckers is going to schools just to say they went to school. Yeah, you got some people more parties. But even like, take for instance when she came out with the whole the whole Greek thing. Like, I take Greek life serious because I know what I had to do to get in, and I know what I took people through to get in. So it's not a it's not a cakewalk. All right. Well, there's some people that can't cakewalk through it. Um, you get no call love for skaters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what we call them. I know. That's exactly what we call them. Bro, I was on. Yo, I know. We mm-hmm. get. We gives them no, no love. Respect. And but think about this now. When I was coming up, skaters got their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Like they wasn't. They wasn't on the scene. They wasn't nothing. Everybody knew you was a skater. Nowadays, so that shit is like a real thing. Oh yeah, and now, not no more, not no more. We are gonna talk about that. Not no more. We gonna, how much time we got left, Jake? Nah, we got. We <laughs> yeah, we gonna come back up. This now, thing flashing. Yeah, we we gonna go through like when I when I came through like yeah you get you show up in the wrong spot you get your ass. No, I I've seen it get busy. Yeah, it, we get busy. We gonna we gonna go into that another time, man. We right. gonna we gonna we gonna wrap it up on that. Yeah, and we gonna one day. I'm you know what that I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna I'm reach out to some some Greeks and we might have to come in and talk about Greek life. I my man to come. He a captain too. My yeah. Yeah. Check out, I know. Especially, especially here in DC, we gonna try to get some people to come from the Mecca. 
where all most most Greeks were started. Um, we we gonna try to get some people. Yeah, to come I, from Mecca, because so. I never really under I never really got it. You know, I understand gang life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but. To be honest with you, like shit, when we was on campus, like nigga, we thought the we thought the Greek niggas was corny, like no, you know, no, cause them niggas was them niggas was doing <laughs> wild shit around, like them niggas was wild, yeah, them niggas yeah, was nah, wild. Nah, I'm, I'm, so you are gonna hear me say this now because I'm I'm not a yeah I'm not a paid active member right now. Missy new new Missy dudes new dudes in hazing. Pay your dues. I condone hazing. I condone uh, pledging. Uh, I do not condone skating. You heard it from here. But yeah, I'm part of Kappa Alpha Psi. We are a non-hazing fraternity. Let me make sure I say that. Uh-oh. But yeah, we're going to wrap it up on that. Thank y'all for joining us again, man. Yep. Yeah. Again, stay tuned. Yeah. Tell somebody, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. We back. Yeah. And if you want to just put it on play all night, put it on repeat, that's good too, man. Get our numbers up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Again, man, appreciate you, man. Follow Thanks. us at Man Time Podcast. Yeah. AM 420 Radio. Crew on cams. And my nigga JSTTP. You feel me? With I'll the suspended you. license. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I'll let you.